What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gaming with the Bros cast. Hello, hello. Episode 75. 75? We're we're making our way up there. Making our way downtown, baby. Making our way downtown. <laughs> Face is past. I'm homebound. Let's go. <laughs> my name is Harrison. I am joined by my brother, Nick, as always. Nick, before we get started on, on the games we've been playing and all that good stuff, how was your week, man? Well, I don't know if anyone can hear a difference, but, but I got a new microphone. This yeah. is the Shure SHURE SM7B. Um, it's used by Juliet Michaels, Ooh. as I found out, and it's pretty good. I, I You have to get a preamp with it, so I got a... It's a Coda Music preamp. It helps boost the decibels because it's pretty, I guess, pretty quiet when you first when you first get it and you need this this kind of phantom power uh, thing. I don't know much about it, but it makes it sound a lot better. Um, what's what's um what made you pick that one over over other ones, or did you just kind of do your research? Yeah, I kind of did my research and I, I half stumbled upon it. I was. I got like a, it's called a rack award through, through EWA or through my, my company. And I was able to, to turn it in for some, some Amazon money. So I, nice. I was kind of thinking about what I, what I wanted to buy, whether it was like a new acoustic guitar or a new mic or something. And, you know, I, I realized I just really needed to change the strings of my guitar. And then I wanted, wanted to mic instead. Cause I really wasn't happy with the, the one I had previously, and that was the MXL 770. Um, kind of, I guess, kind of similar story. This one or this old one was a little bit too quiet. So, mm. and it kind of cut if I went to, I guess, if I if I talked too loud. I don't know if that ever came through on your end, but it felt like it cut sometimes in the podcast. Yeah, I don't. Or I was just too quiet. And it's it's really hard to judge too, because like. I mean, we, we use, we use zoom. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's just a free, you know, software we use. So it's, it's kind of like Skype. So it's, it's kind of hard to judge how good a microphone sounds or is just cause like it's over bandwidth and it's not like in person. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to, to tell, but I mean, uh, for the most part, it sounds usually on my end sounds, it sounds okay. Okay. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm sure it sounds fine, but just, I guess, since your side is kind of the home base with the software, it might kind of get lost in, in translation somewhere. So I got a new mic. Hopefully it's a lot better. Um, but aside from that, I went to the beach this weekend. Nice. Was this yeah. a, kind of an impromptu trip or was this planned or? It was a one, one year of engagement slash four years of, <laughs> of dating celebration trip that, nice. that kind of turned into a trip with a couple of friends who had a house down um in cure beach near i think it's near north carolina beach okay. um but we had had a an airbnb booked and you know we got dinner with them last weekend and they were like well we have a house if you guys want to go and and hang out and we we're like yeah heck yeah so we, <laughs> we went there and you know saved some money on on airbnb yeah. and we actually ended up using that on a on another staycation in Charlotte. Uh, I think it's 
a couple weekends from now, Memorial Day weekend, we're just going to go to a, like a hotel and, you know, just have a, have a night. So it was fun. The beach was, the beach was awesome. Got a little burn, <laughs> a, little Got burn? a little, little bit of a burn. I feel like I, I put on sunscreen, but yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to reapply. Like it's hard to religiously reapply when you're out there all day. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like I'll apply one time, and it's it's a little bit easier when you use the spray stuff because you can just kind of spray and spray and go. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm really bad about not reapplying after you've been in the water and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it's but, tough. But, but usually I get burned for like maybe a day, and then it just turns into tan or or whatever. Like I, I usually I usually don't have a problem with the sun. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, never never get too bad of a burn. Not not too bad. I've never I've never had like like sun poisoning or anything like that. Um, Sounds terrible. Yeah, um, my wife um, Brittany she got sun poisoning and it was the weirdest way because like she was with a friend uh, a long time ago, but she um, mm-hmm. she they had the convertible at the time and they were riding around the convertible and it was a cloudy day, but uh, you can still get sunburned on a cloudy day because because you don't think about it and there's still uv rays coming through um so she got yeah. burnt really bad because then and then they spent all day at the pool um and she had to miss like two days of work because it was so bad like it was jeez yeah it was brutal and i mean and she's she's fair-skinned anyways so like it doesn't help um and i'm not i don't i really don't get super tan but i think i'm just outside doing yard work so much that i'm just kind of used to it i guess it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. but uh but yeah that, that that sun poisoning can be freaking brutal yeah i've gotten to the point now and and this kind of by the uh encouragement and help of of my my fiance but i'll try to wear sunscreen every day or at least put it on my face when i go outside yeah because it i guess prevents prevents aging so i've been trying to do that i have like some face sunscreen that i'll use it's like 15 spf yeah, I need to start getting into the habit of like putting lotion on like my face because especially yeah. like after a shower, like my face is so dry. Um, Feels good. Yeah, especially like right underneath my nose and like right underneath like my mouth. Um, I think that's just because where that's the only really places I ever got like acne growing up is like right around like my mouth area. Um, so I think my mm-hmm. skin's just permanently dry from from that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I need to get into a better habit about doing that. But uh, yeah, just yeah. just start with like once every every two days, and then yeah, take it from there. Take it from there. But how how was your week? <laughs> uh, it was good, man. It was uh, it was a, a four day week for me. We had uh, Brittany's. We talked about the podcast on uh, mm-hmm. was Wednesday when we did it. Tuesday when we did the podcast. Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I've already talked about the the zoo and stuff. So short week. Um, and even a five day week is like nothing <laughs> when you're at home. I feel like I could say that every week, and we usually do, yeah. but. Uh, pretty pretty uh pretty standard week um we didn't really do too much i did um i've got we have gotten two ipads from uh my grandma um an ipad mini and like a a regular ipad um Mm -hmm. and we had given the ipad mini to kaylee um a couple years ago and the first time she took it outside she dropped it on the ground and cracked the screen and then like she she kept picking at the screen where it was cracked um so i finally replaced it um i uh i took a heat gun and had to like do it around the ipad to to melt the glue and then suction cupped it off um and then i had to undo some wires and plug everything back in it works uh now i just got to get with uh brinnie our grandma 
because she doesn't know her password to her ID and it's <laughs> it's locked. Oh, she's the, not gonna know. Yeah. So like I'm gonna have to figure something out. Um, I mean, we're going to the beach with them in a couple of weeks anyways, so maybe I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got Kellen like a like a nice like case and stuff. He he picked the color out, it's purple. It's my favorite color too. So there's I didn't, I didn't <laughs> a little pers- proud I didn't, dad moment. Yeah, I didn't persuade him or anything. Uh, and then now I have got the other iPad, the bigger one that we're giving to Kaylee. Um, I have to do a little bit of soldering. I've never done it before. Um, are you, what are you doing? What are you soldering? Well, I've the 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 charging port in the iPad is broken because Bernie had dropped it on the ground. Um, and I think the the little piece, the lightning connector, broke off. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. It it won't charge um so i got a new charging pin or charging plug um i've already opened up the ipad didn't realize i had to solder anything until i got it open um but i've got like a little 15 dollar soldering kit uh and this is what this blue mat is in the background it's like a okay a, a rubberized thing and it's got it's it's cool because it's magnetic so you can like put the screws on it so it, it doesn't go anywhere so pretty excited to learn how to solder never done it before i, I feel like uh after <laughs> splicing uh no, I'm just gonna. I, I've YouTube already. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Okay. Okay. Um. So after like splicing together like my my lights that I did in the carport a few weeks ago, like I'm just feeling real good about myself, man. I'm feeling like I could do anything. Putting the PC together. I mean that that's a feat in its own. Yeah, exactly. Put the PC together. Like just it's good times, man. Just I'm learning lots of new stuff. Doing good so, stuff. Yeah. Very excited about that. Um. Nice. Other than that, not not much. Not much is uh. It's going going on. Looking forward to uh, the Putnam Palooza next week. Excited for that. Yeah, we're having our our parents are having a big party at their house and yeah, getting a food truck and a couple of performers. So it'll be it'll be a good time. Yeah, good time. Um, yeah. other than that, man, no, nothing nothing really. Just uh, just Resident Evil all week, baby. Resident Evil. Yeah, I only see one game on each of our lists. And that's <laughs> Resident Evil. Yeah, I I, I thought about. So, playing final fantasy 10 because it's on game pass but uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just really just trying to uh it's been really enjoying resident evil so far so oh before before we jump into it, I, I do have one game that i forgot to put on there um okay. i started or i downloaded and, and started destroy all humans the oh, remake cool. yeah fun it's, it's a it's a very <laughs> like 2000s game you know like super yeah, yeah. super super 2000s it's got the humor of like early 2000s. I don't remember when it came out. Maybe like 20, 2008 or something like that. I think it was like 2003, 2004. No, 2004? 2004. Yeah, because it was like, it was, um, it's the only non-Halo game to ever use the Halo engine. Uh, that, was, that was like oh. on, the, on the box art uh, back in the day. And it, it came out after Halo. And I'm pretty sure it was before Halo 2, so... 2005. 2005, okay. So it was after Halo 2 then. Okay. Yeah, it was a, that was a, a, a pretty all right game back in the day. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Stubbs, yeah, I enjoyed it. Not Stubbs. Um, oh, shoot, I'm talking... You're talking, we're talking... Why am I thinking of Stubbs a zombie? Because they're very similar. Yeah, Destroy All Humans. Never mind. Everything I just said, just reverse. Um... Yeah, strong humans. I, I I remember playing that as a kid. It, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's described as an open world 
on on Wikipedia, but I don't think that's necessarily true. It's from what I've played, it's pretty level based. Yeah, it was like but, an open, like a pretty open level. It's definitely not open world yeah, by any yeah. means. Yeah, open open level, I guess. Yeah, it's like a kind of a sandboxy kind of level thing, like perfect. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being pretty fun back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Very, very crude humor. Very crude humor. Yeah, Just, very, very early two thousands kind of kind of humor. <laughs> but it's on so. Game Pass, so if you wanna, yep, if you wanna check it out, uh, give it a download on there. But before we jump into uh, Terezi, um, I want I want to hear your thoughts on It Follows. Oh yeah, yeah. So we we talked about that last week. I think the next day, yeah, Wednesday night, Alicia and I watched it, and it was crazy, man. It, like, yeah, th- there wasn't a monster, so to speak. Like, it's all just people, but it, it's a thinker. Like, it is definitely a thinker. I mean, I, I think it's kind of based around, you know, like sexual assault. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I guess that's heavily, heavily implied, but. Yeah, definitely a thinker, and it's one of those movies where it ends, and you're like, "Wait, I gotta, I gotta do some research. I gotta yeah. look this up." And yeah, yeah, gotta, look gotta Wikipedia, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's it's man, it's probably one of my. I want to watch it again just because like, it's it's the 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 time period is never. I don't know if you noticed, but the time period yeah. is never mentioned in the in the in the movie. But like, there's kind of like specs of like different stuff like there's like the girl has uh i don't remember her name but she's got like that clamshell like yeah the clam phone the clam whatever, phone whatever but then there's also sure. like yeah like old school appliances and stuff and it's it yeah it's it's very like people speculated that it's kind of like almost takes place in kind of like a dream world or some sort of like alternate reality i don't know um yeah Same yeah it's the seasons you never know what season it is yeah it, it's it's definitely a thinker and um <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite horror movies like as of like you know, late maybe late generation lap past like 10 years it's it's really good um yeah yeah it was really good solid. <laughs> alicia was so mad at me like <laughs> we finished the movie and she said okay i'm not gonna be able to sleep like i know i'm not gonna be able to sleep and then she wakes me up at 2 30 a.m she's like i can't sleep I like, why would you <laughs> why would you make us watch a movie on a weekday I was like, why, we, uh, why does a weekday matter? <laughs> right. Me, me and Brittany, we usually, if we watch a horror movie or something, we usually tap tap off the night by watching like some sort of comedy or something. Not movie, That's but just did. like some TV show or something to kind of get you out of that mind frame. Yeah. But she was, oh, she was so grumpy, man. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, you like you liked the movie like it, it, it wasn't it wasn't even that scary it was just you know like the, thematically and and thinking about it like thinking about just something walking after you for yeah for just never being able to because there's that one point where she like drives off and she falls asleep on top of her hood of her car and i'm like i just don't think i could do that and not know yeah. when when a per, like yeah just the thought of someone always watching you i guess and just chasing you nonstop um it's it's kind of scary to think about because it's not necessarily a, a yeah. scary movie but it's definitely it's got some pretty it's a creepy thriller. yeah cre- pretty creepy spots and uh, a couple of like heavy gore moments but not not almost not really because like it's it's yeah it's it's really good it's really good i was trying to do the math of how how long it would take the the thing to walk yeah. like 
you know, like 20 miles or something. Like, yeah, I would probably every day drive 30 to 50 miles to try to. Well, oh, I don't know. I don't know. If you walk like three miles an hour, that's 10 oh, you, hours. You, you do, this is what you do. You, you sell your home. Uh, you sell your, you, you get like a little tiny home that you can put on a wheel. You can put it like on a trailer or something or, or live uh-huh. in a trailer. And then there you go. You just drive. Just keep day. on driving. I don't have to worry about it. Or you live on a boat or something. Yeah. That's, that's the weird part. Is it? Cause like, there's never really water and well, I don't, don't want to spoil anything, but because I, I do think it's a, a really awesome movie to watch. If you guys haven't watched it, it's 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 a solid thriller. Um, I do want to talk about one show too um, that I've been watching. It's called Invincible, and it's on it's an anime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 animation, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but it's on Amazon Prime. It's it's made by, uh, or it's written or created by Robert Kirkman, which did like The Walking Dead. Um, so pretty pretty solid. Uh stuff right there um but it's it's basically like it takes place in like a world of superheroes like superheroes are a well-known thing there's mm-hmm. well like aliens and stuff but like just the con and it's it's a very brutal show that like there's dismemberment and people getting their heads exploded um yeah there's there's eight episodes they're like 45 minutes a piece so it's, it's a it's a pretty long tv series especially for like a cartoon um but Mm-hmm. it's fantastic like if you, you remotely i did finish it uh, if you remotely like any like superheroes marvel whatever i would say definitely give it give it a shot um the first the first episode is a little slow like most shows but the end yeah the ending is so insane that like it, it just hooks you immediately once you once you finish the first episode it's it's so good i i love it i love it so much i'll check it out yeah, it, it's I've been, solid. I've been hearing good things about it. Yeah, our, our friend uh, Diego told me about it, and I'd seen stuff on mm-hmm. Facebook and and some trailers for it. Um, he he told me to just to watch it because it's really good. And uh, yeah, after that first episode, I was absolutely hooked. It was nice. fantastic. Yeah, maybe I'll watch an episode tonight. Yeah, it's it's super good. That being said, Nick, you want to jump into uh full Resident Evil spoilers? Let's do it. So you've you've you're on your fourth playthrough. I'm on for and just I'll I'll timestamp the episode from when we when we start to when our um, discussion ends. That way, mm-hmm. if you guys want to skip it, but just this this whole episode is basically Resident Evil. So if you haven't if you haven't beaten it, it's not a super long game. Finish it. Pause pause the uh pause the show. Finish the game. Come back. Come back. That being said, Nick Resident Evil. What were you, what were you saying? So you've been you're on your fourth playthrough. I'm on my fifth. Um, obviously we both love it. What wait, what are your what are your final thoughts? You know, you because you hadn't beaten it last time we talked last week. I, I thought it was great. I, I thought that the ending was was cool and and made a lot of sense and kind of, well, I guess we'll just jump into it, but like when when you find out that the Ethan is is a mold pretty much right like he he's he got, been dead the whole time he's been like dead the whole time i guess mm-hmm. um and that's why he can repair himself which is finally makes sense it, it finally <laughs> makes sense because yeah the fact that he like screws on his hand again like i'm like they <laughs> they got like, Capcom ha- hates ethan's hands and then like when I he's mean, been it's, it's the best way to to do their their body horror because like that's the only thing you can do i guess yeah, because I mean, you, yeah, you never see him. Like you never, you never see his face. And even in like mm-hmm. 
the um the concept art of like the character models like they blur out his face um so it's yeah they yeah i thought the ending was was crazy before we kind of jump into that um just kind of like i mean the game for still listening and and don't care i guess but the, the game is kind of broken into what five major kind of areas you got like the village which is like the hub the hub area um you've got uh castle dimitrescu you've got um the the house beneviento house beneviento and then the the water mill right the water uh, mill area more moro's reservoir yeah the reservoir um and then you got the factory um and then the rest of the game kind of takes place in kind of rehashes of where you've played before um mm-hmm. so let, let's let's start with uh Let's start with the, let's start with the the village like when when you first open, um, yeah. So I think we I mean we talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, such such an awesome kind of opening to the game. Um, what were what were your kind of thoughts on that? I loved it. I I thought it was so reminiscent of of Resident Evil Four with that initial like chord battle, and then the, you know you hear the bell at the end and yeah, and everyone kind of runs away and then you make your way into like the demo section. Um, yeah. So I thought that like that opening, you know, opening 20 or so minutes was, was pretty amazing and, and really, really set off the game at a strong point. Like you immediately get like a pistol and a shotgun and then you're just frantic for like five minutes running away from all the lichen. And, you know, eventually the, the big guy comes in and, and just like terrifies everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. I, I thought it was great. Like the beginning was was great, and you could really see that that you were going to come back to it, and there's going to be a lot more stuff to do. Like there was like the wells that that needed an item. There were, I think, a couple of locked doors, a couple of gates that you couldn't open, a couple of areas that ended up being busted open later by by lichen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could definitely tell there was like a lot more to it than than what you saw from the start and i mean that's like classic classic resident evil yeah that, you know? that's that's some of my favorite parts about resident evil is just being able to come back and you know very very dark souls-esque bloodborne-esque kind mm-hmm. of kind of stuff um that, that's some of my favorite favorite stuff um in gaming whether it's through like you know you come back and like you said like an enemy's open up an area for you or you have a certain item that you can open up um a new part of the the map uh, i i didn't realize that that the village area was, was going to be a hub um i thought it was just you would maybe come back to a different spot so i was i was and i, I didn't really uh read much i know like ign did like their ign first kind of stuff on resident evil um i didn't really read yeah. much of that just because like I, I knew i already wanted it so i didn't want to spoil anything for myself <laughs> Um, and I'll, I'll do that with like kind of the bigger stuff that I'm, that I'm super excited for. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was so happy that they had like, just kind of a, like a hub area and it wasn't, it wasn't huge. Um, but there's definitely a lot of stuff to do in it, whether it was, you know, getting the, the treasures, um, after you unlock that from the Duke, uh, that, yeah. that was so fun. That was, that was a lot of fun going back and, and getting those. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it it changed even like aesthetically like after um uh, 
Moro's reservoir, you come out and there are all those signs up. I guess I guess Heisenberg put them up. Yeah, but they were kind of leading you to the to the stronghold. Yep, it's like oh, this is kind of like this is kind of cool. It reminded me of like a it almost reminded me of Borderlands in like the signage. Yeah, kind of the design, kind of like I don't know how to neon neon retro look to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so let's let's say uh, well, well, I guess we'll kind of go by character by character as we go through the areas. Um, Mm how did you like the Duke? I love the Duke. I love him so much. He's got so like, I I really do listen to everything he says because he's got some some interesting information and and callbacks and yeah, he's just a great a great character. Yeah, and just being able to 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 sell all your items to him, um, you know, unlock your or upgrade your weaponry, uh, even like the hunting stuff, like getting going for the area and trying to find like the the fish and like the the getting the poultry and stuff and permanently unlocking yeah. your health and speed and stuff like that. Um, just so much to do in this game. That oh, man, it's, it's packed, man. Yeah, it's packed. It's packed with packed with content. And uh, yeah, the du- the Duke was a, a great character, and just the fact mm-hmm. that he shows up like so randomly. But it, you're like, right, yes, right when you need him. Yes, exactly. You're like, right when you need him, he pops up. And you're like, the Duke. I did miss him at, at one point, like during the when you're in uh, Moro's reservoir. He's kind of like, I did too. I missed him the first time through. I, I missed him the first time through when I came back to unlock to lower the reservoir or the gate. Um, I saw him and I was like, man, mm-hmm. I could have used you before this area, but I was able to upgrade and stuff. But um, let's uh, let's start with the castle. Castle Dem- Demetresque. Yeah, so that's that's the first like major area of the game, and you know you initially get introduced to all of the all of the four lords, but we'll we'll talk through them as we go through the areas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that the, the castle. I think the castle was was most was like the most classic Resident Evil area of the game. Like it was very rem- reminiscent of of the mansion from Resident Evil One. Yep. And. You know, there, there's just like the classic locked doors that you have to find keys for, and yep. you can kind of go around like treasure hunting, and you know, you're obviously getting chased by the the, the daughters, and eventually you're getting chased by Lady Dimitrescu, um, which wasn't which wasn't as bad, like it wasn't like nearly as as scary or as um, just not as like not as frightening as Resident Evil Seven jack baker like that one was yeah that one got my heart racing a little bit yeah i was um i was very shocked to how fast you kill one of the first daughters Mm -hmm. um and and again i I think it was kind of brilliant on capcom's marketing team that the fact that they they concentrated so much on lady demetresque and and just the castle area that like everything else was kind of i wouldn't say secretive but like like a like a like a breath of fresh air like you just didn't mm-hmm. realize what you're what to expect um so i thought that was pretty smart was kind of sad that they didn't last that long just because i thought lady demetrescu would have more of an impact on the overall story um but nonetheless it was still an excellent excellent area um mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean what, what what's kind of like some kind of the major parts of that area that you really liked or is it just kind of like the whole uh, thing? 
Yeah, I, I really liked the whole thing. I liked getting out into the courtyard and I think there were the two separate areas you can go into from there. Um, yeah, I really liked both of those areas. And then I guess once you come out of there, you're chased by Lady Dimitrask. I do wish there was like a like an actual, I don't want to say an actual fight, but a fight with like her human form before she transforms into her her dragon. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know why I wish that, but I don't know. She's such a cool character. And then like she, she does her, her classic Resident Evil transportation into some, yeah, some transformation huge. to some ridiculous, ridiculous monster. Yeah. Um, I, I did like the fact that yeah. like when you first when when you're sneaking up on the window and she's uh, talking to, to um, mother Miranda and mm-hmm. then you, then you, then you go into her room and then you grab the key and you unlock the door and she like, walks in and like she's just so ridiculously tall and like in your face but it's so funny like every villain in resident evil is they can kill you at any point but they always play with you just never do it's it's crazy but uh it's it's like required (laughs) yeah exactly um i did like i did like the fact of like learning that like all the women were turned into to zombies at like in the um in the uh the cellar area if you if you read like the memos and stuff um all the all the maidens and stuff all the females were turned into uh into zombies which was which was cool um a, oh, a lot of that a lot of that stuff was if you, if you go like this probably one of the first games i've ever like gone through the concept art and like actually read mm-hmm. them because like it's so interesting that was, um, that's some good concept art yeah yeah it really is yeah. um yeah. But yeah, uh, kind of final thoughts on the castle. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was just long enough. I mean, you you mentioned last week that you're like, well, once I wanted to get out of the castle, I was out of the castle, and I was moving on to something else. And I and I thought that that was pretty true. Like that held true for me as well. Like yeah, it didn't that's, go that's on too probably, long. Probably that's probably the longest area in the game. I would say maybe that between yeah. that and the factory um between yeah between that and the fat three that's the longest you can kind of blow through it once you know it once oh, you know where to go oh my god yeah but... going through on your second third time and yeah it's like 20 minutes at tops <laughs> so it yeah. i love that i yeah, love that I, about it yeah the fact that like i mean my, i think my first playthrough was like nine like nine hours and 20 minutes something like that and then mm-hmm. my fastest time was like two and a half hours or two two hours <laughs> and like it's ridiculous man like it's so crazy how they they do that but I mean, with with new game plus, like, I don't know, they they kind of tear through it. Yeah, they they kind of like, they just they don't care. Like, they just let you kind of, I mean, everything, everything except for like key items you, you get to take with mm-hmm. you, which is which is awesome. Um, but moving on after after the, uh, well, I guess the the boss fight, Lady Lady Demetresk, it, um, how'd you feel about that boss fight? I liked it. Yeah, that was I thought it was solid. It kind of made you use all of your arsenal, you know, close range stuff, shotguns, and in your pistol and then once she started flying around you had to either snipe her out or snipe her out of the air or use your pistol and i thought that was that was pretty clever yeah and then you go up to the top and do your final kind of showdown with her up there and and then that was it and then she's dead and well yeah. what about the knife i thought at some you know the knife that you grab yeah yeah i thought, I thought that, that was, was going to significance later but yeah I w- or i wish you could like at least hold on to it or find it or something Cause it was yeah. like badass looking knife. It was, it was pretty sweet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, ex- excellent, excellent area. Great, great kind of opening 
um area to the to the game uh, mm-hmm. you know besides like the the village that you get at the very beginning but um great great area um i, I enjoyed all the 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 fights with the uh the daughters were different enough um with them being yeah. the same um like same, same way theme. killing them uh yeah same theme um they were all different enough that uh that those are a lot of fun to fight like for the first time mm-hmm. um but yeah after that we move on to the kind of the most different part of the game of house uh being what is it being vento vento ben, beneviento beneviento but or yeah that's that's like the most two. um kind of pt-esque i think i mean resident evil 7 i think was inspired a lot by pt um for some parts but yeah definitely heavily influenced with pt and, and some of the parts with, with, with seven um mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, yeah, this this area was definitely the creepiest uh, for sure. But yes, ha- how did you um, how did you like how did you like this kind of opening area going into the house? I, yeah, I liked I liked the area. Oh, like the area before the actual house. Yeah, like going through the graveyard, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, and then kind of moving in, and then having those like hallucinations. It definitely set the scene. It, yeah. Like it. it, it it made me quickly realize what I was getting into. Yeah. I was like, Oh boy, here we go. This is the, this is the scary part of the game. Yeah. So I, I turned on <laughs> some lights. And... Well, I like, I don't know if it's ever mentioned in the game, but in the, in the concept art, it's mentioned that those flowers that you first run into are like hallucinogenic flowers. So that's kind of, oh. kind of adds to the story a little bit, but um, yeah, you, you get to, uh, you get to the door, you, you have to sacrifice like your, family photo mm-hmm. and then you go up the uh the elevator and you're into it like another giant not castle but it's a, a pretty big house yeah and, and you house. spend you spend the first part kind of just exploring and there's there's no items or anything to grab um mm-hmm. you're just strictly exploring and then you find yourself going down into the uh to the basement and things start to get crazy <laughs> yeah and then you, you see Oh, what's what's the little girl's name? Uh, Angie. Angie, you yep. you start to hear Angie as you're going down the down the elevator, and then yep. you see her when you walk into that room, and then you, you have to do that fairly uh, fairly convoluted puzzle, I would say. It, at least for the first run through, I was kind of I was stuck on the ring for a little bit. I was like, "What do I do with this ring?" And oh, I realized yeah, I had the... to look at it and see the wedding date. Yep, yep. It's supposed to be yeah. a a mannequin of uh, of Mia. Is what it's yeah. representing. Yeah. That yeah, that was a very cool way to do a puzzle, I thought. Um mm-hmm. just but yeah, how how did you um what, once you run into the giant fetus baby thing for the first time? That was man, that was pretty terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, walking down that hall, like I knew something was gonna happen because you know you hear the baby screaming. Yep, you got and... the red lights, like everything turned red. Yeah, uh, even on like my fourth run, like it's still like kind still of just scary. a nerve-wracking spot like part even though like i know exactly how to get past it it's still just creepy did have you gotten eaten by it no i have not i have not tried i did once yeah did you just to see what it did no it got me under the bed really how how did you how how did it get you so and i do this so okay i guess when you go into the room now i go from the other side and then and then face the door under the bed but yeah. i did it the other way 
the, I think oh. the second time through and it like it kind of reaches under the bed oh wow okay so it grabbed me and and you know i got to be eaten by the baby that's is it, is it pretty graphic like what i don't know what that it's looks pretty like gross man like it, it it sticks you into its mouth legs first and then oh you god just i kind of want to watch that yeah because yeah. i always do that too because like when i first because i went into the room and i saw that it gave you the option to go underneath the bed and i was like <laughs> i was like all right I'm gonna remember this for a second because I know this is have to this has and then that's when I ran back out and then it comes down the stairs and I'm like okay let me go all the way around and then that way I can see it coming in and you see it's gross like umbilical cord it's yeah it's pretty nasty. Um, did you ever hide in the wardrobe? No, I, I didn't know. You, I didn't know you can. I did that the first time. That one takes a while because it it just kind of hangs out in there and then eventually runs away. But but now and I'm assuming you do this too. Like when it's on the other side of the bed, you get out and run. Yeah, as soon as it like kind of clears like the space, I get out and run. Yeah, and like I never, I never look back, so I don't know how fast it is. <laughs> it's pretty slow. Yeah, and then and then that part of the end when you're, I guess you press the elevator button and it comes down, and oh, then God, the baby yeah. comes, and you kind of have to juke it out in the other room. Oh, I never is that did what that. You do? No, I just you, you have enough time for the elevator to open and to get in. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. I didn't want to chance it. Yeah, yeah. You, if you yeah, don't you have close it, it'll get you. It can get you. It will. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but there, there's there's enough time where by the time it starts to close, like I don't know, maybe like a foot away from closing, the baby gets up to it, and then it like, then you can see what it really looks like up, up close. But yeah, there's enough time. Okay. Because um, the first time, the first time I did it, I didn't even look behind me. I was just like, oh god, I hear it coming. Oh my god! And then like <laughs> as soon as the door opened, I sprinted in and like turned around and, and clicked the button. Uh, and then like I think the last time I went through, I turned around and like you could see it coming around the hallway and I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is so scary. Wait, but... it was already. Oh, see, so you got into the elevator without it, without it even turning the corner on the hallway sometimes. So what, I mean, what I, yeah. So what I, I mean, like after, after like underneath the bed, um, you run out, I, I run out and you can't go you right go anymore because you have to go left. And yeah, but by, by the time I get all the way back there, um, I've got enough time to, activate the the breaker and then the elevator automatically comes down there's enough time i think i think you're just you're a little bit nervous <laughs> yeah maybe there is i think what i what happens is i'll press the button and then i'll start walking the other way and then i'll see it turn the corner and then oh, i don't okay. know how long it actually takes for the elevator to open yeah it's not it's not too much it's it's like five seconds after you put the breaker but it, i mean it feels like an eternity because you have a yeah. giant like eight foot baby crawling towards you um yeah that, that, that whole that whole area is uh that whole basement area is super creepy um and then how, how'd you like the boss fight with uh with angie it was cool i mean it was it, it was a pretty freaky boss fight as well i i didn't get like attacked until like the third run through and i was trying to do it in, like a, under a minute 40 yeah and I couldn't find I couldn't find the doll, and then like all these dolls like come up to my face and start stabbing me. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is on a timer. Yep, yep. And I have to be quick about finding Angie. Yeah, I, I did get attacked once in my first my first run of the game, um, but yeah, mm. it's it's a super creepy part. <sighs> yeah, was it was it what you expected it to be? Like, was the boss fight like did did you expect a, a hide and seek boss fight at the end of this? Not really. I didn't really know kind of I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. I mean, you didn't have your you didn't have didn't your have, weapons. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I really didn't know what to expect, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad it was like different that it didn't require any sort of like shooting or anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely the most different part about this game than anything else. Uh, and that's why I love this game so much is like every area is, is different. Like there's just, mm-hmm. it requires different things. Um, and yeah, but uh, yeah. Any, any final thoughts on the, the house? Uh, being into whatever however you want to say it house b house b i didn't I, I didn't know that the doll was controlled by donna until like my second run through mm. where like i saw her sitting uh well, well obviously the first run through because you you stab her and you or you, you see her laying there but I, I didn't know she was controlled by by someone else um which was which was cool oh yeah yeah after the first after my first run through that, that section takes like 15 minutes tops. Oh yeah. It's super, super quick. Like super quick. I, I, I got through that and, uh, Moro's reservoir. I think total between those was 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Moro, like, Moro's those. area is super quick too. It's like nothing to it. Yeah. Um, at all. You want to jump into that one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's jump into it. Um, so yeah, the, the reservoir is like the first kind of area where you, well, it's not really the only area you get the boat, but majority, it's like the first time you, you get into the boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a gross, he's a and gross you, find, you kind of feel bad for him because like he's just so nasty and he, you could tell he just like, is it like in constant pain. Um, he just wants to, you know, do, uh, do Miranda proud. Yeah, uh, I did think it was interesting. You get like the, the flask right up front. I was like, oh my God, this is like super easy. And then he sees you and, and starts closing everything up, uh, which I yeah. thought was interesting. And like, just like the whole game, man, it's just like, it does different things, which is again, no area cool. is the same at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you kind of get into the, the area and you realize that he's like, he's the big fish monster. Mm. And then uh, there's, there's not a ton of combat outside of the part where you have to grab the boat key and you go out to that boat, little boathouse. Yep. You gotta fight the lichens that's, or whatever. That's it. Really. Yeah. That's it until the boss. I mean, there, there's a couple of lichens, I think. At the know, boat. Yeah, at the boat when you get to it. Uh, which I definitely went to the boat first and then realized I needed a key and had to go back into the mine. Um but uh yeah, I mean that that area was I didn't like love like the water stuff necessarily, uh, but it was short enough to where it like it's it didn't really matter. Like, it, you know. Yeah. You mean the, like the part where you're kind of running away slash dodging uh, Moro? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty easy. Like, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like mainly about the uh, the part where you have to like have like the little gates lift up for you to, or the bridge to lift up oh, for you yeah, to go across. Yeah. I died on that a couple times the first time through. Uh, but then once once I did it once, it, it was it was pretty easy after that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that, that boss fight with uh well, I guess before we get to that, any other spots necessarily in that area that you enjoyed or want to speak on? I don't know. I, I do kind of wish this area was a little bit more fleshed out. Because it's a it's a it's a cool looking area. Um I don't know how they would have done it, whether it be just like more enemies throughout. But I don't know if that would have made it more annoying than anything to have like enemies on the rooftops while you're. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely glad there wasn't. Um, I did think just 
from the initial trailer of showing the boat and showing Moru uh, going across the water, I thought that there would be a fight on the boat, kind of like Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4 style. Yeah. Um, so I was a little disappointed with that, but also, <laughs> I mean, that that part in Resident Evil 4 wasn't necessarily great. So like, I, I wasn't yeah. necessarily <laughs> mad at the end because I thought the, I thought the boss fight with Moru itself um, was pretty pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's good. But yeah, the the windmill stuff was was okay, you know. Then zip lining across was was cool. Mm. Um, yeah, let's let's jump to the how'd you how'd you like the boss fight? I liked it. Yeah, I didn't. I I was curious because my first time through, uh, Moro Moro had two phases of getting on the roof. Yeah, and spraying acid. I didn't know if I could shorten that. And you can, yeah. You, you can. can technically kill him before he even goes into his first, yeah, phase. But yeah, I was, so I was a little wary. I was like, how am I gonna? Because there's a like a challenge for doing it in under a minute, for doing the fight in under a minute. And I was like, oh, how really? am I gonna? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a time based challenge for each for each boss, and that one's a minute. And I was like, how am I gonna beat this guy in under a minute if he keeps going on the, on the roofs and doing that? But but it's Mag- it's a cool fight, Mag- like. <laughs> Yeah, Magnum. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a cool fight though because you can kind of lure him over to uh, explodable barrels. Yeah, or you can just like bomb him with uh, your grenade launcher or or snipe him when he's when he's hanging out of the mouth of the monster. So it's got some cool moments. Yeah, and, and again, like him just being so nasty. Like I felt bad for him because he just he just felt like he wanted to die, but like not really. But yeah. I'm just like, dude, I have to kill you because, I mean, Ethan says it, you're, you're disgusting as your death was disgusting <laughs> as you were in life or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for that. Felt bad for that dude. But yeah, cool boss fight. Don't love the ass and rain that he did. I, I did die on that mm-hmm. once um, when I first oh, played man. through. Um, which oh, I, I mean, did. like the checkpoints are like pretty, pretty good in this game, I would say. Yeah. Even, even when you don't save um at typewriters but uh, what were you gonna say (laughs) i cracked up i don't know if you heard this but it's the point after the the lifts that you're that you're moving up or down on the water and he's like he had just come at you and and murrow goes i'm like i was about to say that yeah yeah there's some there's some funny lines in this game Mm -hmm. um i'll i'll speak on one at the at the, the very end but uh, yeah. yeah i'm the best i was like tomorrow like, what what that's so random what are you talking about dude what are you the best at what being a fish okay um <laughs> fi- final thoughts in the more moro area i thought it was good it, it was yeah. probably one of the weaker areas yeah. overall but but i mean it was all right it was, it's pretty short like yeah. i don't dread playing through it no no it's it's pretty at all pretty short yeah uh, going on from that, you're immediately kind of uh, persuaded by uh, Heisenberg via a bunch of signs that he's miraculously put out through the entire <laughs> village area somehow. The entire 15 minutes that it took to do yeah. <laughs> the reservoir. Um, but he kind of leads you to a uh, to a lichen stronghold, and it's kind of his testing area for you. Oh, before we before oh. we jump in there, we we skipped over two two fights one with the i guess they're both with the werewolf one right before oh, yeah. you go into the reservoir and one in the area where oh you yeah 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 that's a cool those are cool fights 
Yeah, they are like cool. They, yeah. They're, they're creepy. I, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, the, the creepy kind of like they're, I think they're like the most werewolf looking werewolf. enemy in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty much just straight up werewolf at that point. Um, yeah. Yeah, those yeah, are cool fights. Much. Yeah, I love like like a lot of, uh, I mean, going back to the, the house, uh, Bianto, Bia Bianto, whatever. Um, like when you go back to get that treasure, there's a giant mm-hmm. like axe wielding guy there. So like there's like mini boss fights in the game too, which is just which is awesome. Kind of unprecedented for yeah. Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. That was that was a a fun fight. Yeah. And then and then going up to uh the stronghold area, there's if you veer mm-hmm. off to the left, there's another fight that you can do um to get that treasure. And that that fight's pretty interesting. That's, that was that was a tough one the first time. Uh, first yeah, time that one took a while. Like just yeah, the fight was long the first time I went through. I was like just using everything I had on this guy. Yeah. Um, and then the stronghold itself was was pretty cool. Um, going through like mm-hmm. the lichen area, um, making your way up until like their their kind of den. Um, didn't realize until the second playthrough that you could just run through it and not have to hack, not yeah. have to actually <laughs> kill anybody. Um, you could just make your way through, and then uh, which is which is cool. Um. Cause that, that definitely helped when I did my, my knife only run. Oh uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, I ran top speed through them. Yeah. So that was cool. And then, and then you fight, uh, your Urius, 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 um, the, the mm-hmm. guy from the very beginning. I'm curious. I have not gotten the achievement <laughs> yet when you kill him, um, to kill him in like the first area when he, when they, when he first comes, does he show up again or is it a, a different one? Do you know? He does. He does show up. He does show up again. Okay. I think. Well, 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 well. I don't think I've played through because I just like loaded a save and beat him. Okay. I don't think I've played through after that. I think I started Village of Shadows. Okay. Um, I'm curious to know that because like the the Urius at the very end of the game that's guarding the the Mega Mice site or whatever that's his actual older brother. Um, he's like the. Oh. the one that's got like the the crazy tentacles coming out that's that's uh-huh. Urius's older brother um again that's that's in the concept art so <laughs> it's pretty cool um but uh yeah very curious i, w- I want to know if that's if that's an actual thing uh, I, I don't i don't kind of want to look that up i, I, don't I doubt it, it is, i doubt it is but because in the cutscene playing like after you finish that that initial onslaught and you get shot with the arrow or, or pulled outside there's still like a Urius that jumps down. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I figure that's probably the case because that's like a whole big boss fight that you don't uh, have to play, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I guess moving on from there, you, at this point, you've got all the flasks and you take them to the, to the <laughs> altar. Can we, can we talk about for a second the <laughs> fact that you're collecting parts of your baby? yeah that's, that was pretty and gross it was just like it's just like okay i'm gonna do this yeah i wonder what like i mean if you think about it it's gross because like mm. why do they have to cut up the baby and then at the very end like the baby's back together like it's it's, it's weird it's just, it's just a, a mold or whatever metamycy baby so it's you can yeah. do that kind of stuff i guess i guess yeah it's <laughs> super weird it's, the whole game's weird man um yeah but yeah you you get the uh get all four flasks you put them in the uh the altar and uh 
you make your way to like the last kind of big area of the game, which is Heisenberg's factory. Yeah, that was weird. That was also kind of weird because why, why did those parts open up the entrance to the fact for to Heisenberg's factory? If those are used in like a ceremony, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really know either. That, that's a good question. Yeah. Why does it open up his factory? Or, or maybe because he wasn't going to do anything with it, right? Well, he wanted he wanted to use he wanted to use Rose as a weapon, right? Against against Miranda. Yeah, but everybody had a piece. Like every every lord had a piece. So Miranda must have known that it went to open up Heisenberg's. Oh, wait. Yeah, why? Like I don't I don't know why. Because like if. If Miranda knew that Heisenberg was up to something and she already had all the pieces, she would just open it up herself and go there. Or, or that still begs the question of why there was even would open up a path to Heisenberg's factory in the first place. Well, I think maybe because at, at the very end of the game, when you when the you get to upgrade your stuff for the last time with the duke you go back towards that area again so i think that's where mm-hmm. the ceremony was supposed to happen but i think when you take like the giant's chalice and you put it on there i think it maybe heisenberg lowers you because he wants to talk to you i think maybe yeah. that's probably what is what his reasoning was uh that's okay. only i think of because like yeah that makes sense um yeah, maybe he just does it on purpose to uh, to get you down there to talk. But uh, but yeah, you make your way across the bridge up to the the big field, um, and you talk to Heisenberg, and Ethan's not having it, and he pushes you down into a into a uh, to the the factory, the pit. With what's his face? Uh, Thurm Slurm, is his name. Wait, sl- no, it's Sturm. Sturm, Sturm, yeah, Sturm. <laughs> yeah, creepy, uh, yeah, weird looking, like, this whole area, all the monsters were, were pretty interesting um, for the most part. So, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you start off getting chased uh, by, uh, yeah, by Sturm, which is a uh, guy with a, a propeller strapped to him. Um, and there are chainsaws as propellers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he he's, arms he's armless because he's like he's so stupid he cut off his arms um so you're chased by that and then yeah you make your way into the to the factory proper and uh it's basically kind of split up between three levels and you kind of have to uh you know, i guess i'll start with the the first level i guess um where you're where you go to the the mold area you have to create the molds mm-hmm. yeah you cut the molds for the keys and what else do you do? I mean, you fight like the the new the new kind of constructed enemies that were that were made by Heisenberg. He's he's making them in this factory to to eventually fight Miranda. Yeah, and these guys have like uh, what's like drills for arms. I think drills for arms. Yeah, they've they've got like a little they've got weak points on their body. Whether I think one has one's on its back and one's like on its like heart. I guess. Um, that's kind of like the weak, the weak spots. Um, yeah, very different enemies. And that's, I mean, that's, I guess the biggest improvement from seven to eight is just the sheer number of enemies in this game. Uh, it's, it's insane. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, how how did you uh I mean I guess we, we don't I guess we don't have to break it down per level, but um a- after you kind of make your way up to the to the third level and you have to go back down to the first and like everything's dark again and then like mm. you see like the the big hulking enemies coming slowly at you for the first time. That that part was pretty creepy. Yeah, it was. It was freaky. I was like, okay, what what's this game going to do next? You yeah. Know? Yeah, I just I, the first time the first time through I just ran past him. Um oh you did? I, okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't fight him. Uh the second the second time I I didn't know if I could kill him or not. So the the second time mm-hmm. I like shot him with a grenade launcher and it blew off his armor and then he was yeah, know, just a regular enemy, but I thought that was it was definitely um <laughs> pretty impactful moment when it's completely dark and you see them slowly coming kind towards of, you yeah there's like i think there's notes somewhere throughout the the factory that tell you that you can blow off pieces of the of the armor yeah or that they were like weak to explosives or something so i think yeah. that's that's how i that's how i knew that i could attack him so i just threw like pipe bombs and and oh, okay. launchers at it and just yeah yeah i did not take it on with the knife though on the knife only run no, no, I just definitely uh, not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, and then and then you make your way back up and you and you fight you fight Sturm, which was mm-hmm. uh, I thought was a pretty pretty cool boss fight. I mean, it was like a classic bull boss fight or whatever. Get out of the way and 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 shoot its back. Yeah, but uh, it was still it was still fun. It was like I, I like I like the fact that it's like a hallway and then as as he is breaking it, it becomes like a giant or not mm-hmm. like a big arena, I guess a big room. Yeah which was I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was it was a cool fight. I definitely fared better with it on my subsequent playthroughs. I was like I was yeah. struggling a little bit just to to get them on on the first playthrough and then when I did the knife run, I act, I think that was my my quickest time. Of course it was on casual, but like I just yeah. like stayed on him and just yeah. just kept on slashing. That was a fun fun fight for the knife. Yeah, that that was fun. Yeah, that was it was pretty quick on that that run mm-hmm. too for me. Um, cause I was like, man, this, this one's gonna be kind of difficult, but yeah, you can just get right up on them yeah. and, <laughs> and take them out pretty quickly. Um, especially, especially if you have, uh, Chris's like, uh, curved the knife cr- or whatever. Crambit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that thing, that thing was awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would have gone through it without it because <laughs> the other knife was, was terrible compared to Weak. it. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then you make your, uh. And then after that, you you've you've uh, run into Heisenberg again, and you get knocked down again. And even Ethan's like, "Seriously, again?" Uh, which was, which oh was yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then you run into Chris, and uh, Chris, yeah. And then uh, you get into this. I don't I don't know if Chris built it or what. Like yeah, he this, did, yeah, he did build it. Okay, it's like a this weird little like tank that's got like a chainsaw on it and uh, rockets and a machine gun, and then. Yeah, it was. I was like, "What? Dude, what the heck is this?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is the moment that all the reviews were talking about." Yeah, where it turns into like a, a shooter, shooter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, and then you, and then you go back upstairs and you fight, you fight Heisenberg as a or a mutated Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I wish, like you mentioned with with Lady Demetresque, I kind of wish you got to fight him prior to um, him being mutated, but. I thought it was a pretty cool boss fight. It was it was it was pretty easy, as boss fights goes. I mean, they're, they're most yeah. of them are pretty easy in this game, um, but it was definitely like a very flashy. Yeah, boss fight it was. <laughs> it was very very flashy and 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 very fun. I liked it. And then yeah. of course you, before you get to the boss fight, you get all the background from Chris, and he, 
Yeah. At that point, does he explain that Mira that that Mia isn't actually dead, or does he not? He doesn't know. He doesn't know no. yet. He just knew that um, Miranda had taken over Mia in the house. Yeah, and then like they even one of the uh, the Hound members comments on it. It's like, why don't they just tell Ethan what's going on? Like, be like, mm-hmm. hey, just it wasn't everything. We, it wasn't. I didn't shoot Mia. It was Miranda the whole time. It's like a 10 second explanation. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like he, she could transform. Boom. Like it's just so convoluted for no reason. Or yeah, but whatever. It's Resident Evil. I'll, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that the 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 Heisenberg boss fight is pretty pretty fun. Yeah, I had a good time with it. It was it was a fun fight. And then then you you get your heart pulled out by Miranda. Yeah. Uh, before that happens, um, Heisenberg does make a comment. Oh, yeah. He he says. I'm not a. He said something about like fun, punching boulders or something. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a boulder punching asshole. Like yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, if you don't know, Resident Evil Five ends with Chris literally punching <laughs> a giant lava rock. Uh, it's one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah, and it's it's Resident Evil. So yeah, that that I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad. back to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm glad, and they do that a lot with with like the Jill sandwich stuff and all that stuff. So it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like go. Uh, you were talking about the after the the boss fight. Yeah, after the fight, you you I guess you see Miranda in a cutscene, and and then she she does her her dialogue, her spiel, and then rips Ethan's heart out. He falls to the ground, and he's declared dead. And then at that point, it switches over to Chris's section. Yeah, he's declared dead, but they didn't find a body. But I guess there was like enough blood right. to, which at that point I'm like, well, he's definitely not dead. There's no, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like you were saying, then you go into Chris's section and and him and his hound squad, which, okay, so he was he was a part of the BSAA in during five in right? five. And then he was, well, he was still with them during seven, but he was like also helping out Blue Umbrella. Okay. And then in eight, he's, I think he's still with the BSAA, but he's, he's kind of formed his own rogue squad mm-hmm. because he doesn't want them handling it. And that's why he's like so surprised when they're actually there. Yeah. And then you learned that they were using like bioweapons, bioweapons, bioweapons as, as like their soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, it like, just sounds like every every corporation in this this world is like terrible, just just awful, the worst. Which eh, I mean, probably not too far off from yeah the real world. But um, <laughs> so yeah, just what what were your thoughts on uh, Chris's section? I mean, it was super short, but uh, it, I was thought just, it was it was good, clean fun. Yeah, I thought it was pretty <laughs> badass. I did I did struggle a little bit um, on the knife only run when you have to shoot the laser at the oh, uh God, the metamy- yes, the metamycite because you you have to hold it on there for like 10 seconds at least and there's mm. a ton of lichens coming after you and i mean if, if you had a grenade launcher or whatever it wouldn't be a problem but the fact that you only have a knife um i definitely had to kind of maneuver around a lot more yeah i got up on that, part. that roof and kind of held out tried to hold out there but yeah yeah it was it was it was tough i mean normal like i guess it, on standard not doing an knife only it's it's not too bad there's a lot i mean there's a lot of people coming at you but it just shows how 
how better equipped Chris and his team are compared to Ethan. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, with this assault rifle and yeah, but it felt good, like just yeah. being a badass for ten minutes because like mm-hmm. his his uh his assault rifle was, was fun to use. Uh, it was super powerful, just blowing through enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, and then and you're uh, back in the village too. Which yeah, is... you're yeah yeah you're back in you're back in the village. Uh, how did you feel about the the kind of last well the boss fight with Chris, um the the Urius guy you fight I I struggled not struggle but it took me forever on the knife run for this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where Forever. to attack him. I was attacking his knees. Yeah, that's why I ended up attacking. I mean, it, took, it probably took me about 15 minutes of playing to yeah. actually kill him, um, which was kind of frustrating just because I was like, man, this is like... And all like, the other ones were like two to three minute fights. And then this one was yeah. just abnormally long and I didn't really understand. And I don't know if you tried this, but I did lock onto him with uh, the uh, the bomb, oh. whatever that comes down, that does count as as a yeah. non-knife yeah it counts yeah i i definitely youtube um the the run prior because i even on like the achievement it's or like on the challenge it says the heisenberg fight and then the part at the end with miranda where you have to mm-hmm. shoot um that's the only places that it mentions that you can that you can use your guns and then of course you can use your guns to shoot like barrels objects. and the objects and and stuff like that um which was which was cool but yeah. uh because I think there's a part there's a part in Moru Moru's uh Moru's reservoir that you have to shoot uh, uh the know, the piece of wood to make it fall and make a bridge. Yeah. Um I tried to do it without it and I was like, how am I gonna how am I gonna get this? <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, but but regular going through it like for the first time, it was definitely a really cool fight and uh mm-hmm. a, little, a little bit stressful once you're able to use the uh the laser targeter. Because you're and just you, trying to find some time, yeah, <laughs> to to yeah lock on. Yeah, it was it was a good fight. I mean, I thought it was a, it was a really short section, like yeah. thirty minutes max, I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, probably like probably on your first shorter. run. Yeah, maybe yeah, mm-hmm. maybe even shorter than that. Um, and then you make your way in, down to the cave and and find the uh, the was is it is it meta metamycite or is it megamycite? It's metamycite. Metamycite. Okay, and then it's like yeah. creepily like in a fetus form um yeah looks like a baby man yeah which is which is weird um yeah and then you kind of get like the revelation that uh spencer from like resident evil one this like the Mm -hmm. mold was like the beginning of everything which was yeah pretty awesome to learn and he took his his studies from that and and went on to create the uh the t-virus so that's was pretty awesome um as as, i guess a lore perspective um that was that was cool to learn and then uh then you find mia and she's not dead she's alive she's alive and well so that was cool and then you tell her or chris tells her that that ethan is dead and she's like no ethan is special and then it cuts to ethan and his and his uh what is it what is it called when you're between life and death the, the like purgatory or like purgatory something else yeah, it's kind like of that. a purgatory situation and yeah you talk to evelyn there and, and she that tells was, you you've been dead this whole time that that was also cool learning that evelyn came from miranda and was yeah that that so that was cool to learn so that that tied into the seven um 
yeah i mean a lot of like there's not a ton of like story stuff like as an overall resident evil you know lore i guess that ties in but like not Mm -hmm. until the very end but that that was still cool to learn all that stuff yeah it it closes a lot of gaps which seven was kind of the the same too i mean there wasn't Mm -hmm. a lot of time with the with like the surrounding universe of resident evil until until really chris comes in at the very end you're like oh shit it's chris so yeah yeah this one definitely has more more time but you don't really see it like you said until until the very end yeah yeah but okay so so chris or sorry not chris um ethan realizes he's he's a mold man he's a little 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 moldy little 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 monster (laughs) (laughs) little moldy boy yeah so he he had died back in in the first encounter with jack baker at the house when he says you know welcome to the family son and and knocks him out and stomps on his head so he died there and then i, I don't know if you noticed this but when uh lady dimitrask drinks her blood she says mm, this this tastes stale i didn't this, i didn't i didn't this see that blood part. has gone stale so that's kind of a a little bit of foreshadowing there huh no i did not because i well yeah. i guess i've only ever really watched that cutscene once because i've just been skipping them <laughs> um so yeah maybe i'll have to watch that next time mm-hmm. i get through um what's yeah, next that was, so you take it back over as ethan and you're you're or you you wake up in the the duke's uh carriage and he oh yeah and then um then he pretty much that's like kind of like the last point in the game to upgrade your weapons and all that good stuff and then you kind of say your farewell to the Duke, uh, and then you go up to uh, to fight Miranda. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the boss fight was kind of weak um, as like a last kind of boss fight. Um, I don't know. How, how did you feel about it as just like a, a gameplay perspective? I liked it. I thought it was one of the better fights in the game, actually. Okay. It, I mean, it, she had a lot of forms that she cycled through. and Yeah, that's true. And I think it was daylight when I played it. So it was a little dark and I couldn't really see a lot of what was going on. Yeah. But, but it was a good fight. I mean, I think it was lengthy enough and challenging enough, but it wasn't um it wasn't too hard, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was yeah, it was it was a cool fight. Um Go, her going through all the forms i i did like the uh like the the sh- i don't know what you, like the shadow form or whatever when, like the, the mm-hmm. screen kind of cuts to black or whatever and she like comes out of nowhere um i thought that was yeah that, was, that was pretty cool uh and then you end up um i mean you end up defeating her and uh that that kind of last moment was was cool uh, i feel like they do that a lot in resident evil <laughs> like they strap you up and then you have to just kind of shoot um i mean they did oh, a yeah. heisenberg fight uh and then like i don't know the, the last fight the last boss in resident evil 7 where like it's like the giant face mold face it's coming after you to kind of have to shoot until it's dead um <laughs> so they, they do do that a lot but it's still it's still they effective do. um and then yeah you, you save you save rose and uh i think i think after that what chris chris comes and helps you yeah he helps you out and i I'm just so shocked how you can't see Ethan's face because this scene like takes place like in third person, like you're yeah. seeing Chris and Ethan together, but but Ethan's head is down, just bobbling. And like I'm trying to like look under the TV to see his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they never show really? his face. Like even yeah, um, yeah, even the concept art, you they don't they just blur it out. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of interesting the fact they never show his face. 
but uh yeah ethan ends up um at this point i think we we didn't talk about it but chris had planted a uh, a bomb on the the metamycete metamycete and uh ethan takes takes the uh the detonator and uh mm-hmm. sacrifices himself because he knows he's gonna die because he's already like on the the brink of death i mean his hands have been cut off a thousand times so he can only take so much yeah, they were they were like molding molding yeah. off falling to ash at this point yeah so he, he knew i think yeah yeah definitely um and, and with with miranda and the, the metamycete being kind of the origin i guess that probably had something to do with it too uh i would mm-hmm. imagine um but yeah yeah ethan uh ethan sacrificed himself and um you uh mia chris the hounds uh and rose they all escape in the uh the, the helicopter or the plane um and then that's yeah. when it's revealed that the the bsaa were using uh the bio bioweapons as their soldiers mm-hmm. um in the field um so they i got a feeling there there may be some some dlc some dlc for that moment specifically because uh if you want to talk about the the next part after that the kind of like the epilogue i guess maybe you don't play anything but um you want you want to talk about that part yeah so did it say how far it skipped ahead i can't remember if it said anything but i'm assuming like 16 or 17 years because she's pretty old at this point um maybe maybe not that far maybe 14 13 15 years something like that no she's she's i mean she's at least like 18 i would say or so so at least 18 but but my theory is that and th- and we're talking about um, Rose. My theory is that she ages faster than than other people like Evelyn did. So I don't think it's that far ahead in the future. That could be otherwise Chris would be like sixty. Yeah, but and you don't so you don't see Leon. him again. So I don't know. I mean, well, exactly, you don't, you don't see you don't see Chris. So you don't exactly know. But yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't think about that. That. Yeah, she probably does ages, um, or at least grows up faster than than normal kids. Um, but it's of her on a bus, and she she's going to Ethan's grave. It it had just been his birthday, yeah. So, yeah, we we don't know how how long it's been. It could have it could have just been a year, you know, based off of the trajectory of Evelyn's growth. But, um, she goes to the grave, and then looks like some some of chris's guys some of the bsaa show up and they like need her help apparently well, she's, they, she's they call with them right? they call her evelyn at first and i'm like what and then he's like i'm just playing yeah. she's like don't don't call me that ever again or something like that i was like yeah. dude wait wait i was like oh my god that, that would have been crazy fake out yeah yeah um and then it interesting and like before all that it does say like the uh the father's story is done and it, it went done. through like another like village of shadows kind of like which i thought was really cool like i really love like that that kind of like art style mm-hmm. kind of movie movie thing they did um but yeah yeah just and then she takes off in the car with uh with the agent and then some sort of mysterious figure <laughs> is beside the vehicle when it goes like in the foreground and you don't know who it is who do you think that is is it leon I don't know <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy <laughs> I, I did and this People i don't were speculating this that it's ethan I, I watched a video that that did like a camera hack yeah 
and went all the way over there and it was just it was Blur. ethan with his like stupid well no it had his face i don't know if you've seen his actual face like but they clearly didn't design his eyes to yeah. have any like any emotion in them so just like these bug eyes on on a face um but it's but it's ethan so okay i don't know if that was just a placeholder person just like hey i'm gonna put you know you know yeah die and you just have him walk so yeah it, it could be ethan i mean we didn't see him die and and by you know game and movie standards if you don't see someone die on screen then you then they're not dead but i don't know how he would have survived the giant explosion that blew up the village yeah i don't i, don't, I think it would be too easy for it to be ethan Mm. um i think they definitely just did a great job of saying okay his story is done they literally said it on the screen so for for it to be ethan i think that would be kind of i don't know i don't know who, maybe, who else it could be maybe um, he, maybe his story isn't like us playing as ethan is done but he's still like around but we're just gonna yeah. play as uh rose in the next game yeah, I mean, that could be interesting. I just, like you said, I just don't know how he could survive that being an explosion. But yeah, I mean, especially in his state. Yeah, I mean, crazier things have happened. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than other than it could be an Ethan, who do you think? Who do you think it is? Maybe Wesker? He, Maybe he, survived, Wesker the, he survived the lava? From, from five? Yeah, that's the last time he's been. Yeah. Or was he? Yeah. Wesker wasn't in six, right? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Who cares? Maybe it's um, like maybe I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not a guy. Maybe it's Jill. We haven't seen Jill since five. Yeah, yeah. Jill hasn't been there in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, but was she in the BSAA? I think she is. She was. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's her. I don't know. Or Chris. Or Chris maybe Chris. But I don't know why he would be walking on the road. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's Chris. I, that's that's too easy. Like Chris or Ethan, I just don't think it's either one of them. It's got to be somebody. I mean, it's got to be somebody important, like relevant or. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's hard to think about. Probably be Ethan. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, that's probably it. I, I just don't know who else would come to the story that made sense at this point. We haven't seen any other characters from Resident Evil. I did think at one point that the female um, hound agent was was Shiva from RE5. I thought oh. that would have been awesome, but it turns cool. out that it wasn't. But uh, yeah, that would have <laughs> been cool. I thought she was. I thought she was a cool character. But did um, she? She didn't die at the end of five, did she? No, she hadn't. She hadn't been in since five, or, or referenced okay. at all. I don't know. Maybe she was just a, like one-off character maybe i thought she was a good character though but um yeah yeah that that was kind of it i mean that was uh that was the end of resident evil um any kind of final thoughts nick um on the game i mean we, we both played through oh, it man. multiple times now and we love it and just the fact that you can beat it so quickly it's crazy <laughs> uh but that's it's every resident evil game but uh yeah yeah i i yeah i loved it and you know the thought of of playing as as Rose in Resident Evil Nine and her having powers of some sort, possibly yeah, is is kind of exciting but a little a little wary. You know, we've yeah. never had something like that in a Resident Evil game before. Or never had, yeah, never had powers like that. I don't think. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they don't mention what her powers are. 
Um, right, right. Maybe she's just good with guns. Yeah. So who who knows? But that could be that could be cool. Uh, as long as it's not some multiplayer thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That please, could be, please. I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind like a spinoff like Chris Resident Evil game where you just like murdering through stuff. That could just be fun. Boulders and <laughs> just punch of boulders, bro. Call of Chris. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a, a fantastic game. Um, I think it's it's not as scary as Seven, but it's I think it's definitely better mm-hmm. in in just about every aspect of the game. Um, I mean, obviously the the enemy variety is I mean a thousand percent improvements. Um, I mean it's got yeah. everything you want. It's got the the new game plus. It's got all the unlockables you could do. Mercenaries. Um, Hopefully there's some hopefully there's some DLC to tie us over but between that and Resident Evil 9. I think I think there will be. I think there will be that Chris BSAA DLC yeah, going we to talked that. about. Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. that's pretty heavily uh uh mentioned at the, at the end of that. And then I would like some like some origin DLC of the people in the village. Yeah. Just to kind of see like see how everything went down because we really didn't see much of or we really didn't see any of the those village characters after after that demo like after the part in the demo yeah after like the was it the lucia or her home or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah everybody dies right there and that's it (laughs) and that's it that's all the people you see um yeah that that could be that could be pretty cool i I would definitely like that or maybe some, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe she survived somehow, and the DLC is her getting out. But I, I doubt that. I mean, no, I just don't think she was enough, like an ooh. important enough character. Maybe it's Zoe. Zoe, uh, Zoe Baker. That's that's walking up to the car. But doesn't she die? No. Spoilers, I guess. She, she doesn't, doesn't die. die. She doesn't die at the end of, or like that part in Resident Evil 7 where you give her the cure, mm. or you give me That's up. That's what end of Zoe, that's what that DLC is is centered around. Yeah, okay. That could you be should play that. You really should play that. That one yeah, I need to. Really good. I need to. Yeah, she's alive. Okay, cool. Um, man, maybe, maybe it's Zoe. That could be, that could be kind of interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, just great game. Great game. Great game. I'm sad. I'm sad that it's like, pretty much over i do plan on trying to 100 percent it um even even the mercenary stuff i didn't think that i would like it but I, I've, I've gone through like the village area like that first area about four or five times now and just had a blast mm-hmm. each time um yeah it's fun yeah it's, it's definitely cool it's fun. It's definitely cool but yeah that is going to uh wrap up the resident evil talk let's quickly jump into news here uh, there's not a lot going on um the uh Starfield is is heavily rumored to be an Xbox exclusive. We kind of already talked about that. It's I mentioned, uh, you know, Bethesda was was uh, purchased for what seven point one billion, right? Seven, yeah, seven point one, seven point five, something like that. So, I mean, pretty just, pretty hefty figure. Yeah, I, there, I just thought there's no way Microsoft is going to make that acquisition and not have these games be. Mm-hmm. Um, exclusive i mean yeah a lot of people are saying well why would you give up sales on you know playstation products or whatever um but at the end of the day you know microsoft still wants to sell xbox stuff and they still want you to purchase game pass um and whether they yeah. you play that on pc or xbox or your phone 
as long as you're subscribed, that's all they want. So yeah. And this was a rumor by VentureBeat and Jeff Jeff Grubb. Yeah. And he said I think he said it was rumored to come to like the Xbox family. So it would come to PC yep. as well. And, and like, yeah, like obviously, you know, your your next flagship title, you know, your your next Fallout, your next Skyrim. If you're under the if you're under the Microsoft umbrella, they're not gonna want that to come to Sony no platforms i i and i saw i saw the article on ign and i already think that ign commenters are like some of the most toxic uh community in the world they're they're terrible they're the worst um i apologize if you are a a daily commenter on ign but yeah for the most part the people are just the toxic most toxic um and people are so mad (laughs) they're like this is crazy what do you expect it's like what like what did, what did you expect Microsoft to do? I mean, if it was the other like, way around, you would, Sony would do the same thing. You know, they would. So, if they bought like from software, like, of course, every game from FromSoft is going to come to Sony platforms. You know? Yeah. You, you want to, you're, you're a, you're a hardware company first. You want to mm-hmm. sell your stuff. Um, so yeah, I just, I just, th- I still think, find it crazy that people are still like, so up in arms about it. And so upset and just cannot believe or fathom the idea that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. I'm sorry. It's, I think it's, I think it's because we're not there yet. There's still like death loop on the horizon that's coming yeah. to PlayStation. So it doesn't feel like concrete, but it's, it's, it's concrete. It's coming. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not to say done. like every, like, like maybe Elder Scrolls isn't, who knows? I'm pretty positive that's going to be exclusive, but who knows? I mean, it's they can do whatever they want. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're Microsoft. They've they've put stuff on Nintendo products, um, before. Um, so I mean, yeah, who knows? We'll who knows? Who knows what happens? But uh, yeah, I just expect that if if you're, you know, I mean, me and you, we we're 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 fans of both. We we talk a lot of junk about Sony and PlayStation, um, but we just I love, I love yeah love I love Sony. yeah we love their their first part their first party games and their I mean, absolutely incredible stuff. Um, you know, the, the kind of like the just the highest of tier on mm-hmm. on game stories and, and gameplay. But uh, yeah, as as two play two people that own next gen Xbox consoles, we're we're excited because a we get to play these games for free. This is the most important thing, right? Fifteen bucks a month, you get it. Sixty dollar game for free. It's still still crazy. Um, and and it's new games. And it's new games, yeah. <laughs> which is most important. Yeah. So uh, that that is awesome. Um, next up, Nick, you want to talk? I, I didn't actually watch this trailer yet, uh, but heard it was oh, some, should, pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a there's a new trailer for for Mario Golf Super Rush, which is coming out in June. I think June 25th or so. Um, they showed some courses. Showed that that speed. That I think it's like the speed rush mode where you literally race through a course yeah. and. This this looks pretty chaotic and pretty fun. I'm excited for this one because you just race to your ball, hit your ball, and then race to it again and try to finish the fastest. And then there are like some some special moves you can use and a bunch of stuff. But when does this come question? out? When does this come out? June June 25th, I think. Ah, so it'll be after uh after the beach. After the beach. Ah, yeah, bummer. I showed off the motion controls a little bit more, so it, it looks like it functions decently similar to Wii Golf. Yeah. Um. Like the the basic mechanics are the same, where you you choose where you want to hit it, and then you choose whether you want it to curve left or right, and then 
it's like the same we swing emotion which i'm really really excited about yeah love love hate motion controls so much. but yeah we sports was yeah some of the best light memories of I'm, of gaming i'm ready for that nintendo switch uh golf club peripheral to come out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah um, but so yeah, yeah, it looks it looks cool. And then, I mean, and yeah. I, like the fact that that King Bobom is a character in this game, yeah, which is and, awesome. And Pauline, yeah, and Pauline, uh, which I know I think King Bobom this is his first appearance since '64, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, go, good for good for King Bobom. Heck yeah. Um, yes. And then this last one, I I kind of threw in there, um, not necessarily video game related, but uh, still interesting. So it was uh, there was like a report that Walmart and Target were suspending the sale of pokemon cards just in the last like especially this last year like the sale of pokemon cards and just youtubers finding these super expensive like charizards and and reselling them for like hundreds of thousands of dollars um the youtube guy jake paul started doing it and i think that's when it really started taking off um after after he did it um of course yeah uh there's actually one guy i watch on youtube his name is uh is it Reinhardt? I think. Uh, what, was he the one that mailed off uh, a and lost it? Yeah, lost it. And it got, yeah. it got like he, stolen he, or something. Um, but yeah, yeah that that was kind of the big. That was kind of the starting point of it. And then uh, after like Jake Paul and, and I think Logan did their stuff on their podcast, like on the air. Just that's, that's when I just really running it. Yeah, that's what that's when it really took off. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've been kind of like kind of nostalgic and wanted to buy some some packs and uh like every time i've been to target or walmart nothing so it's it's not a lie yeah, and I've, I've seen yeah nothing i've seen nothing um and i've seen there's been like stories and stuff of, of people just being assholes to each other um mm-hmm. i know target and walt like especially target they were already limiting the sale of the cards so you could only get like one booster pack per person and like one like 10 per person um so I, I think oh, wow. Walmart came out and said a statement that they're not suspending the sale of Pokemon cards, but I think Target did. I don't know Target if they did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they plan on bringing it back anytime soon. Uh, probably just not worth it. Just have to go through the extra trouble of. I'm sure they don't out make cards that much money off of them. No, no, not at all. And then just like the whole, like when, when the, the Pokemon um, cards were in, uh, and mcdonald's for for about a month like people are going nuts like buying 300 dollars worth of happy meals to get these cards i'm like Just all these grown men yeah all these scalpers grown men and i'm like i was like that's cool but like get it for the kids i, mean, I do have one pack uh, i think we end up we went up like two or three times and just i mean it's mcdonald's the kids love mcdonald's so of course we got a pack of cards i've got one sealed pack that i'm gonna hold on to you're saving on yeah like 30 years later and i'm gonna sell it for a million dollars it's gonna be great um but your retirement plan exactly yeah it's it's yeah it's my my contingency um but uh yeah it's just crazy like just so unnecessary but Mm -hmm. i guess when there's value there's value so people can turn around and make a quick buck but uh (sighs) but yeah that is going to uh wrap up the show this week guys i appreciate everyone that uh has been listening to the show we just had a huge milestone over this last couple days we've hit over a thousand downloads so that is super exciting so awesome so appreciate everyone you guys guys listening um 
we're, we're super excited about that. Hopefully you got, hopefully you guys, um, I didn't, I didn't expect us for this spoiler cast to be this long, but I didn't, I didn't expect us to go like every single part, but there's definitely a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we, we don't do this with every game, but Resident Evil, uh, is, I mean, we've, we've been talking about this one for forever. So yeah. It's yeah one natural. of our, your, your and I is one of our favorite, uh, franchises of all time. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just a great, great game. So hopefully you guys liked the, uh, the spoiler cast. Let us know um, how you guys thought of the game. You can tweet at us. Nick, where can they tweet us at? They can tweet us at Gaming WT Bros. I'm remembering last week we said this was going to be a 20 minute segment. <laughs> yeah, that'll be like an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, there's not a lot. There's not a lot that happened this week. So, no, 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 no. That was literally the only game we played. So, well, almost the only game we played. Yep. And then, um, if you guys ever want to catch us live, um, every Sunday and or Monday, depending on schedule stuff. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gaming with the Bros cast. We go live mm-hmm. at, um, at 8.30 uh, Eastern time. So uh, come in and hop into chat and ask us any questions Hang or anything out. like that. Hang out with us. Yeah. Hang out with us. But yeah, that is going to do it. We will see you guys. Uh, nothing nothing big coming out this week, right? Just kind of a, kind of slowing down until, until Mario, right? Mario's the next game. Uh, I mean, Mass, Mass Effect just came out. Yeah, are you, did you th- pick that up? I didn't. I'm thinking about it, but okay. I, I, I may I may wait. Um, yeah, because I, I kind of want to play some Final Fantasy. Um, hmm. I, I kind of want to open up uh, Dragon Quest Builders two and check that out. That's on it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else. I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna play next. To be honest with you, uh, I'll probably check out Pokemon Snap if you if you bring that with you at the at the beach. I'll probably check that out. Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring it next weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. Off to you. Uh, I still got to finish. Um, it takes two. Probably try to finish it this week since I'll be slowing down the resident evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not much stuff coming out right now. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to play either. I've been kind of just looking through stuff on game pass and yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll try out subnautica. I've heard heard good things about heard a lot of good things but i don't i don't really love underwater games so i don't know how i'm gonna fare with it yeah we'll see i might i might try it out and should uh you should uh, play some more outriders yeah dude yes that is that is the game (laughs) i'm gonna play perfect game yeah yeah it's a a solid game but uh, yeah that's gonna wrap the show guys um we will see y'all next week see you next week bye 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 bye